a playlist original. ready to be petty welcome back to another episode of rtbp so glad you're here we have a very special episode for you today it is a dumois deep dive with shannon from fluently forward we discuss you know the rise of dumois the the falter i don't want to say fall but the falter with her identity being revealed and some of her scandals we talk about her impact on pop culture Tons of stuff, just some like musings about, you know, why she became so popular, what we like about her, what we don't like about her, et cetera, et cetera. And we also discuss what where we think she's going. Uh, if you don't know who Dumois is, again, we cover kind of like the history of her. So you'll get the gist of who she is. But she is a Instagram account who posts blind items on her Instagram stories we did have a question from at Aaron Davis June who asked newbie here, why don't people just name names so many games? And I think that really like is the point of it. Like it's fun. It's salacious. You're really involved in it because you have to guess who it is. So there's some type of like, you know, audience engagement. And I think people like like riddles and like that type of stuff. I think they are a lot more fun than just reading like a Perez Hilton article or like a Just Jared article. Maybe it's a little bit more thrilling when you get it right or like when you, yeah, feel like you know something that someone else doesn't. I don't know. Definitely, I think, plays into the ego a little bit. But blind items have had such a mainstream moment. We're just talking about them a lot more. Like, for example, I don't think RTBP covered blind items And we don't all the time, but we definitely mention them or like get information or establish opinions from blind items. But I don't think I started talking about them on the pod until like 2020, 2021. And I think a lot of that has to do with um, just Dumois and and people finding this a like really fun hobby for better or for worse. Um, I do want to include two quotes that didn't make it into the episode, but I thought were really interesting when I was doing research for this episode. And this might just kind of summarize Dumois' journey as a gossip website in a way that like, since I'm not a journalist, can't put into words, I guess. So Kate Lindsay... I was reading her Substack, and it's called Embedded. And she said Dumois went from being a buzzy and mysterious forum for citizen journalists to an unglamorous capitalist money hole. So if that doesn't just sum it up for you right there, we're going to get into why a lot of people feel that way. And then the other quote is from just... I believe off of Reddit, it says there was definitely a moment in Dumois where she switched from posting gossip lines to what I can only describe as being a semi-influencer, said a user. The girl, whoever she is, started to take the account and herself a little too seriously. Snappy responses, biased reporting, but also at the same time, half of the IG is now 
not what it was originally for, blinds. It's no longer, here's a blind, read it, forget it. I was the one who told you. It's now, this is the tea, here's a possible reveal on my other account. Don't forget you heard it here first. So again, just like doubling down on like, I'm the hand that feeds you and like, you wouldn't have this information if it wasn't for me. So really interesting stuff. Anyways, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Here's my conversation with Shannon. I'm back with a very special guest, Shannon, aka Fluently Forward. Shannon, how are you doing? Hey, hey. I'm doing pretty good. I'm also excited. I don't know how this happens for you, but recording podcasts in the heat of the summer where like you can't have the AC or a fan on, I'm good now. And an hour from now, you're going to see me drenched in sweat. So it's about to get the tea will be hot. The room will be hot. Everything (laughs) will be hot. (laughs) Yes. Right now, we're having like the worst weather in Victoria. Like hasn't been sunny in like weeks, but which is detrimental to my mental health. (laughs) So deeply depressed. But um, (laughs) but I so get that. And like, I also just feel like because you're like on even though this is audio only, we record with video. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I get sweaty because it feels like I'm like doing a show, which I am, I guess. Oh, but. it uh, the first time I interviewed Enti, I was so nervous. <laughs> I sweat through my underwear. Like, you know when you yes. get crotch sweat? <laughs> yes, yes. Like, it. that is actually nuts, though, because that only happens to me when I'm doing hot yoga. <laughs> like, like, so I can only imagine... <laughs> yeah it's like you like you go to the bathroom and you're like did I like piss myself but just on my thighs you're like (laughs) on the perimeter of my underwear yeah Yeah, that's what happens okay I I literally want to dive into like my journey with like sweating (laughs) but but we won't but like I literally have so much to say about. we'll do another episode on it one day because I do have about 60 minutes worth of content (laughs) literally same oh my god I could talk about products and like Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. whatever but do you want to tell the listeners I'm sure they've listened to Fluently Forward or seen your TikToks, but do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about what you've got going on? Yeah, so uh, Fluently Forward, we're a weekly podcast. Also, uh, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. And we talk about uh, celebrity gossip, celebrity blind items, entertainment, conspiracy theories kind of slip in there every once in a while. (laughs) Um, Basically, like anything that's trending and anything that you want to analyze with a little bit of like a gossipy tinfoil hat on, I guess. Uh, Yeah, big fans. And we have something in common. Um, We are both blocked by Dumois, (laughs) who is the the star of this episode. Uh, We're going to be talking about everything Dumois like finally I feel like it's been two years of just like this persona or like this person in my life that I like (laughs) just just like they just get sprinkled mentions into the pod but I'm like finally excited to like really dive into everything Dumois yes yeah it's kind of a weird because you know the minute anyone becomes anonymous there's just like this ticking time bomb of like who are they when do they find out it's almost the same with tv shows right you know how like how i met your mother the entire first season we were like who is the mother and gossip girl the first season you're like who is gossip girl and then as time goes on you just care about the content you don't really care about you know finding out who it is and like in both those shows and also doom watts like the reveal is always disappointing 
because you've been hyped up for so many years imagining who this anonymous character could be yeah 100 percent. yeah i think that that's definitely what triggered this episode was just their reveal which we'll talk about Mm -hmm. but it was just so like like (laughs) it was like i was expecting yeah like a gossip Actually, Gossip Girl was disappointing too. I don't but know you what know I was what? expecting. Even but... the way, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get into this later, but even the way it was revealed was like in a Substack newsletter where the person was like, <laughs> who really cares? Like, I figured it out. Big deal. I'm going to go like eat a Big Mac now. See you later. Bye. And I was like, yeah, you know, like if somebody made this YouTube video with like mm. FX effects, maybe more people would be like jazzed about it. Yeah, like I needed the like 60 minutes episode. Yeah. Do you, is 60 minutes, that's international, right? I feel yeah, like no, I it's want not a Canadian show. I want Leslie Stahl being like, yeah, hey, yeah, let's get down yeah. to the bottom of this. Yeah, with like interviewing like, you know, like close friends or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a, a Substack newsletter by like someone I had never even heard of. Yeah, Brian, someone, someone. Feld, Feldman. Mm-hmm. So didn't didn't bother to look up who that was, but like I don't think that they have like cultural relevance. Sorry <laughs> to say, but yeah. Anyways, how did you first hear about Dumois? Mm, you know what? I follow um, Benito Benito Skitter, Skinner. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think his name's Benny, right? Yeah, Benny Drama. Yeah, yeah. Benny Drama. Um, and I think we're actually mutuals on TikTok. I remember like that was one of the ones I was like so excited when it happened. And he has this video. I must have I watched all of his videos like a thousand times. Me too. And it was a video. <laughs> remember the one where he gets kidnapped? Yes. And he's like ripping off the duct tape and he's like, sorry, like it's bad for my skin. And then he's like, yeah. Did you see that like um who's the guy who oh my god, the guy who plays um Ted Lasso? Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, he's like, did you see that, like, Jason Sudeikis was at Whole Foods on Dumois? Hmm. (laughs) And I was like, Dumois, like, it just sounded like such a, anything French sounds cool, right? Mm -hmm. And then I remember I went to their Instagram, and despite being into blind items, I never followed them on Instagram just because I remember they're mostly story-based, and I think maybe they hadn't posted a lot of stories that day, but I scrolled through their posts, and I'm like, there's nothing really here on the posts. And then whenever I did check the stories, it was always sightings of where people were. And I was like, I really just don't care about that. Yeah. So I never followed yeah. them um, until, what was it? NT went on their podcast and I went to go and he, uh, well, I guess what happened? I, I had made a couple digs about Dumas over the years, but I also make mm-hmm. digs about NTs. I make digs about blinds in general because sometimes mm-hmm. blinds literally are insane fan fiction. Sometimes they are true. You know, it, it runs the spectrum. And then when NT went on her podcast, he messaged me and he was like, hey, I gave Fluently Forward a shout out on Dumas. I was like, what? And it was the first episode of their podcast. So I went to go listen to it. He shouted me out. Dumois seemed like a little bit miffed by it. I was like, whoa, okay. I was like, I should start following them. So then I went over to Instagram and I was like, oh my God, their account like got deleted. I was like, oh my God, like law issues. They had to shut it down. And then like 30 seconds later, it hit me. I was like, oh no, I'm blocked. Blocked. (laughs) How How did you find out you were blocked? I looked them up for some reason because I also don't follow them. So I followed them. I heard about them exactly probably when like most people did um, March 2020 when they like started to blow up. Mm -hmm. And then I followed them because again, and we're going to talk about this. This is like when we had no access to like red carpets or 
talk shows or like whatever so there was like no celeb content so I was like okay I can get my fix here Mm -hmm. um I followed them for maybe like two months but it was like yeah it was only celebrity spottings and only stories and it would be like fucking 60 stories and I'm like I can't like I just can't like, this isn't fun for yes. me. Like, I, I I don't get how people continue to follow Dumois. Not that, like, I don't know. I have some issues with her and we'll, like, again, get into those too. But, like, I also just don't see the appeal. I think she's done some really smart stuff. Like, just the way that there was nothing like this on Instagram before her well yeah all other blind items lived on a wordpress site from 2008 you know i'm surprised they don't have a lime green background which by the way that's why i love some of them because it makes me nostalgic but for sure for sure yeah so like that was really smart and um people love the mystery of blind items but yeah it wasn't like super mainstream i guess at the time Mm -hmm. but yeah I, i don't know why i looked her up or something like that and then i was like oh, it's shut down or whatever. Cause I, I don't think I've ever been blocked by like anybody. And then I went on my personal account and I was like, oh no, I'm blocked. Like, <laughs> which is like so ridiculous. Cause like my podcast is like small. And then like, I have said like the, again, tiny sprinkles of Dumois. And usually I feel like it's praise that she's getting mentioned by Kim Kardashian and on Bravo shows and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But I think I just said some criticism that like, yeah, none of it's like vetted. And yeah, it it just seems like she cherry picks, which she kind of has talked about lately. So yeah. Yeah. So weird. Let's kind of talk about the history of Dumois, it originally started as like a fashion blog mm-hmm. launched by two anonymous women living in New York. And then it went quiet in March 2020. I say they, but again, it seems like it's one person mm-hmm. who we'll talk about posted a Q&A box to their, at the time, 45,000 followers. So it's not like they were starting with nothing. Yeah. Um, asking for celebrity gossip and then by the end of 2020 they had grown to 530,000 followers and some like pretty A-list celebrities were talking about them as well like Gigi and Bella Hadid which I think has definitely helped them reach like the fame that they have reached now Mm -hmm. yeah Oh, definitely. Celebrities are definitely more plugged into them. Whereas I feel like celebrities wouldn't touch crazy days and nights with like a 10 foot pole. Um, Because I think, you know, the blinds on there really don't hold back. And, you know, we'll probably get into this later. I have my own conspiracy theories about how I think Dumas (laughs) works with PR companies. Basically, Mm -hmm. I think anyone who does celebrity gossip or things like that, like, for example, I love Girl Boss Town on TikTok. Do you watch her TikToks? Yes. Oh my God, Robin. She's Such a queen. so smart. Her ideas are incredible. Like mm-hmm. her brain is worth millions of dollars. It's unbelievable. But you can tell that she's one of the people that wants to play nice with celebrities, right? And I could yes. tell that because if you know, a celebrity looks hideous, she's going to be like, they are stunning. And it's like, mm-hmm. not everyone looks stunning all the time, you know? That being said, you don't always need to be a hater, right? That also gets a little bit tiresome too. But people who cover celebrity entertainment and gossip there's two pools of people and one is like the I think like the you me it's become a whole thing Emily type who are like let's see what's really real and what's really happening 
And then mm-hmm. the other group is like, I just want to be a part of the circle. Like I want to get mm-hmm. to know the Kardashians. I want access. I want to be invited to these things. And NT always says that on his podcast too. He's like, you don't want to say anything. These magazine companies, they won't say anything bad about a celebrity because then they don't mm-hmm. get access. They don't get that interview. And I think yeah. Dumois is interesting because she's kind of in the middle of that Venn diagram where sometimes she shit talks celebrities, but I think she really is at the end of the day, the group that wants the access to celebrities and wants to be yeah. like invited to those events and things like that. So maybe that's why, you know, she decided to be anonymous because, you know, you can't talk shit talk a celebrity and then also be their friend, but it is fascinating. Like, I don't think any celebrities follow Enti. No, it is so weird how she has surpassed, yeah, this, like, blind items, I don't think, again, were touched by celebrities or their PR teams per se, I guess because maybe, again, since they weren't having a mainstream moment, they didn't give them any, like, clout, Mm -hmm. but now, again, like, Kim Kardashian talked about looking at Dumois on her Finsta, like, she has fucking merch, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Like, it definitely has evolved into something so much more than just, like, a blind item website. Well, I mean, yeah, she has two podcasts. She has merch. She has a book deal. She has a movie deal on the way. She has over a million, um, you know, followers. From what I've heard from people, they say that anytime you DM Dumois, she's very responsive. This is also my other crackpot theory. There's no way that she has her real job. There's no, no yes and I she says that, that yeah she does this on the yes. side are you freaking kidding me i've got a nine to five job with just one podcast i can't keep up with all my dms and things like that there's no way there's no way that she isn't doing this full time yeah 100 percent. i think that she does this full time now because this is also a theory i have this is not confirmed by anything but my like, favorite type of theory <laughs> yeah like, but at the time so i read a Vanity Fair article in 2021 mm-hmm. um, written by Maureen O'Connor and at the time she was still doing her fashion job mm-hmm. um, which kind of makes sense given this timeline and that's why she was staying anonymous but I feel like now that she's grown to like a million and a half followers yeah, has two podcasts, has this book deal, has this TV show deal that she like doesn't care if well, also, one of the podcasts is a Spotify ex- exclusive, which means that Spotify is paying you to be on their network. And also, yeah. like, I see where Dumois is on the charts ahead of me, right? So <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know yeah. how much she's probably making per episode. And let's just yeah. say that there's definitely no way that she would have to have a job. A job. Yeah, 100%. Why do you think she originally decided to be anonymous? This was a question submitted by Anna Perg. I hope I'm saying your last name right. I think there was a quote, right, where I think this was in the Substack article where they said that Dumois said they wanted to be anonymous because they curse sometimes and they didn't want to embarrass their family or like their parents listened to it and they didn't want them to hear them cursing or something like that, which yeah. is, it's funny, even on my podcast, my dad goes, Shannon, too many F-bombs on there. And oh I go, my God, my mom <laughs> says that like every, I was going to say every fucking day of my life, she'll just message me be like, great episode, too many F-bombs. <laughs> I'm like, that's what you took out of this episode? Like, <laughs> like, thanks, mom. Like, okay. <laughs> like, 
at least at least it's not a comment about vocal fry i'd rather i'd rather hear about the f-bombs oh, yeah, than totally. the vocal fry um, but she like doesn't care about anything else i'm like i've talked about like waxing my asshole on this podcast <laughs> yes. like i'm lit- like sometimes i'm literally talking about like sex or like i definitely talked about like butt plugs on this podcast yeah. and she points out the fucking swear words like i don't get it isn't but that anyways. crazy as long as yeah as long as you're waxing your fucking asshole but if you <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah. waxing your bum then it's fine you know 100 <laughs> yeah, but i don't know i think also sometimes i think back to i'm like mm, what if like my account was anonymous like sometimes there's i mean there's a huge amount of benefits in this right like literally everything we read online for the most part it is anonymous. Like, I don't think people realize how many times you see a tweet or a TikTok or um, a Reddit thread, and it just goes into your zeitgeist and you start parroting it off. Like you read something from a headline without mm-hmm. realizing that people could be trolling, people could be lying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, have you seen that meme? There's a TikTok going viral about um, the rumor that spread about Millie Bobby Brown being anti-gay. No. <laughs> Basically, some troll account like five years ago just started lying, saying that Millie Bobby Brown um, was like saying like homophobic slurs and didn't want to take a photo of her um, because she had her hijab on and she was Muslim. And this person, by the way, is posting with an avatar of Megan Trainer. <laughs> space and people didn't know who Megan Trainer was like it turned into this whole thing or that idea of um the yodeling kid giving his money to like an LGBT charity and somebody that went viral and somebody was just lying so even when you read things on Reddit like people just take things that they read online as fact right so Mm -hmm. you being anonymous nowadays that's not really going to deter anyone from being like oh this is good gossip I'm going to text it to my friend and share it um so I think like why why would you be anonymous why why wouldn't you it, it kind of it gives mm-hmm. you an edge people are still going to take your word i don't know at face value and then it's also not going to hurt you and that was always my biggest gripe kind of with dumois is she wants this you know to be anonymous she wants um her privacy to be protected but here's a bunch of photos of celebrities that didn't mm-hmm. consent to it it's all over here's where you can spot them here's all of the nastiest stuff about them and i know that what i do is a little bit morally gray but i'm like at least it's my face out there at least like if mm-hmm. you want to see me on the street and like say that you don't like something you, you're completely within your right to do that if you want to dig into my life my name's out there so like yeah you know it kind of golden rule about what you talk about yeah that's so interesting yeah because one of her scandals was like this one was especially egregious i think but she reposted those pictures of taylor swift in her new york apartment oh my god wait i don't think i heard about this if i google it will it come up um probably so taylor swift's neighbor when she lived on cornelia street i'm assuming i heard about this um, would like take photos of her Yes, because you know how, like, New York apartments, you can, there's, like, kind of, like, a courtyard in the middle, and then you can, like, see. Yeah, like, the back of the building goes to another back of the building, yeah. Yes, yes, so you can, like, see into other people's apartments, so there was, like, pictures of her, like, sitting in her kitchen. Someone submitted them to Dumois, and she, like, reposted them, and it's, like, that's also, like, not even, not that I think that it's okay to take pictures of people without their consent in public either, but, like, that's, like, literally in her house, which again I think it's just like one step further into like that's really bad yeah and I, I feel like too something like that I don't know something like that you you would have to have a gut check barometer on that like I posted photos of um 
Joe Alwyn clubbing on Instagram the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. even those, I could tell that they were from Facebook. So I like blocked out the faces of other people around him because yes. I'm like, you know, they're not celebrities. So they probably don't want their face to be out there. But it's just, and even that to me, I was like, oh, like this kind of feels morally gray. Like, is it okay that I'm doing this? Um, a photo of somebody in their house. Also, like something about sitting at the kitchen table eating. For some reason, that's almost worse than like if they were on the toilet. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, sitting yeah. at the kitchen table. It's just like such a sacred, so like, yeah, yeah, so intimate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That being said, 100%. can I say something? Honestly, like I'm such a fucking little creep. I'm probably going to go on Google after this and try to find that photo because like oh, there is, too. isn't there me such too. a nasty part of our human nature where I'm like, mm -hmm. I kind of want to see what that table looks like. Yes, 100%. That's how I feel about celebrities like leaked nudes. <laughs> I, again, can't believe I'm saying this. Have you looked podcast. up any? <laughs> like, yes 100% like even like okay like I'm drinking my Biebs brew but remember like Justin Bieber's like nude photos that were taken like by paparazzi like he was on vacation and then his dad, dad I was just like, gonna yeah, say that, wasn't he like for sure you're my son look at that hog or something <laughs> He definitely referred to his penis as like a banana or a it was tree. Like a monster or like a snake or something. It was, it was some type of biblical reference to like a huge cock. Like it literally makes me want to like jump off a cliff thinking about that. Because it's like also, I guess then the dad looked up his leaked notes. But like that is like the grossest part of me that I like. And like most of the time I talk myself out of doing it. But there's also sometimes where I don't, for sure. Yeah, I haven't done it recently, but I would do it when I was younger before I even thought about, like, ethical things like that. I definitely saw yeah. Blake Lively's nudes, um, things like that. But you know what? Things are random. I was scrolling on Twitter a couple months ago, and somebody retweeted something, and it was nudes of Selena Gomez. And I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. And that one I wasn't yeah. even looking for, but I will say when I saw it, I, I fucking lingered. You know, are you kidding me? <laughs> Do you, you have like to expanded the pig on yeah. the tweet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I get that. And... Yeah, that's something I'll reflect on. Well, do you think sure. that now that Dumois exposed, I would love for Dumois to have a villain era and just be like, celebrity buttholes exposed. And they <laughs> yeah. have like a story highlight and it's just like everybody's asshole. But you know what? You couldn't tell whose asshole is who. So they post one and they're like, this is Sandra Bullock. And you just have to guess. Yeah. <laughs> they like are not, because you're right though. They'll never have a villain era because they want to be liked by these people. Yeah. For example, Hailey Bieber has kind of had this feud with Dumois because um don't you look she... Haley Be <laughs> Bieber is like very much a bothered individual I know I know she reminds me of like you know how Kim Kardashian is always like I was meant to be famous yeah I feel like she's just not meant to be famous and that's like me too because I would be bothered like she is bothered by everything that's said about her on the internet and I would be too like but you know, I think it has to, I think there has to be levels to it, right? Like Taylor Swift, right? Very yeah. bothered by things people say about her, yes. Jimmy and Georgia. But it's okay yes. for her to be bothered by that because she puts out so much great content and music for us to enjoy. Or even like yeah. Doja Cat kind of tweeting, firing back at haters and things like that. Look at her performance. Like, look how well she dances and her music videos. So, like, it's it's okay that she's firing back at people because, like, she gives us such great material. But then Haley Bieber fires back at people. And what is the material she gets? Like, she walks around in biker shorts. Like, I just feel like I know. you can only really fire back at your haters 
if like, I don't know, you're, you're delivering something out to the universe and you're like, stop hating on me. I'm just trying to give you guys X, Y, Z. And Haley's like, totally. stop hating on me. I just am trying to, what? Like, like you can't, you can't give Start nothing. Line. Yeah, give nothing, <laughs> then fire back at your haters and then want people to buy your skincare line. You kind of, it kind of has to be like a give and take. Yeah, 100%. She is so obnoxious. But she was, when back in her modeling days, I don't think she models as frequently anymore. Mm -hmm. She worked with Dumois when it was a fashion blog. And then she was not happy with, like, the Sunday spottings that Dumois does. Mm. So in December 2020, she posted on Instagram. Today I figured out who the Dumois Instagram account is. I feel like I know who Gossip Girl is. I feel like I should work for the FBI. Which, okay, this was, like, another thing about, like, Dumois. It's, like, all the... Everything was out there. And Brian Feldman just, like, put it together. Mm -hmm. Which was, like... Why didn't anyone do that sooner? I don't know why. I, f I feel like maybe if Dumois ever got into some seriously hot water, people would. I, I don't know what causes people to, you know, dig in and see what's going on. I'm thinking of like Taylor Lorenz. I feel like she's constantly like exposing like anonymous accounts online and things like that. I really don't no why because like even i had tried to figure out who dumois is but i didn't, yes. i didn't want to waste a whole afternoon on it you know what i <laughs> <Yes>. mean <laughs> totally i know because when i was listening to i don't listen to dumois podcast like every week but if there's a particular guest i like or whatever i'll listen and i think i messaged you guys like the voice modulator is gone but like again i didn't like go back to old podcast episodes and like try to compare it with that like I don't know yeah yeah I, I guess I just didn't care enough and which is fine because it would have been a waste of an afternoon <laughs> like, well here's the thing right like Dumas was actually literally revealed and like nobody does care do you know what I mean yes I mean unless yes. something has changed you know we both can't tell because we're blocked but unless something big has changed <laughs> I don't think she's addressed it and she also no. did did you see that screenshot of what happened with Bravo Historian yes I think I included it in the episode show notes oh she yeah was I blocked. see it here. yeah she was blocked when she reposted about the reveal and then she messaged uh Dumois messaged uh Sam right and was like sorry I cannot she have said people like spreading lies she said anyone who's amplifying the nonsense about this weekend and I have to say that kind of pissed me off because I was like okay first of all like amplifying the nonsense dude it's like it's real like you can't you know like if we keep using the phrase misinformation then it's not going to mean anything <laughs> so mm -hmm. you can't you can't just co-opt a phrase and be like fake news happened to me well not if it's real <laughs> yeah like, like what literally so then i guess she doesn't want to be found out like I guess not, but it makes no sense because here's the thing. Once something is out online on the internet, it really is there forever. And also, like, I would say to Dumois, or should we just start saying her name? I feel yeah. I still, yeah, okay, Melissa. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let's just get to the reveal and then we can, yes. we can go. Brian Feldman, I wrote, did what we all couldn't or didn't want to do, but <laughs> dug into the internet archives and found that there was two women who ran the original fashion blog via like hashtags on Twitter and old interviews. Mm -hmm. Their names were Melissa Lovallo and Maggie Kempner. But it seems like Maggie Kempner, who is like a socialite, a New York socialite, doesn't run it. And then Melissa worked in fashion. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I would say, too, for people who are confused, it's definitely Melissa right now because there was an old SoundCloud interview where a guy was interviewing Dumois and then it said, a.k.a. Melissa Lavallo. Um, so, like, there's no like, way that again, it's Maggie. Why, why didn't people, like, care? We, we didn't that. think to check SoundCloud. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, what? Like, it was probably right there in front of us in a Venmo transaction somewhere. Yeah. Yes, 100%. But it's just so weird how, like, for example, like the Bachelor fan base, it's like no one gets away with anything. It's like this. Do you watch? You don't watch The Bachelor. I've seen like a few seasons. Okay, there's this guy named Greg Grippo. He was like a big villain. He has a girlfriend, but he wants to maybe go on Bachelor in Paradise this summer. So mm-hmm. he like unfollowed his girlfriend, but they're definitely still together. It's like no one missed that. So why didn't we put the the puzzle pieces together for this well I've heard that a few people have like I heard that it kind of got out in a Facebook group and then um you know I I guess Melissa allegedly um started like blocking people who would say that I would imagine if you're her and if you put the name Melissa Lavallo into Google you know with the quotes around it right now anything that comes up was with Dumois I'm sure she had some sort of Google alert for her name and anytime Mm. it popped up she would ping someone and be like hey take this down yeah but yeah, i mean it is impressive so to to wipe your identity on the internet, internet which i think the Substack said like there's really no trace of melissa lavallo online it's really it's really hard to find anything which mm-hmm. it is like really hard to do i want to do that for my identity <laughs> yeah. like literally delete like every picture that's ever been posted of me <laughs> at k cirque k-a-y-s-e-r-q asks why does it seem like only one person still runs it what about the other co-founder do you ever think about it being a team i just think there's so many dms to go through i mean i can't even fathom you know over a million people dming you all the time i would imagine there has to be a few people fielding requests and things like that yeah also on her podcast she's always like yeah so this person messaged me about like miles teller and then i responded and then i confirmed it with this person and i was like i don't even do that for like (laughs) at this like level so i'm like i don't know how you would be able to manage that i think that at this point it is a team especially with the tv show and the book Mm -hmm. deal like there's obviously some type of management. Oh, um, totally, totally. Yeah. So, and I also like, I was listening to old podcasts when she was still using the voice modulator. I thought it was a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> the voice modulator was like, I have to, I, the only episodes I've listened to is back when the voice modulator was on there. Cause I kind of loved the idea of like demonic James Charles being like, let's go to yes. Carbone. <laughs> yeah. You always think it's like James Charles. I was like, he's like not this clever. <laughs> like, like he's not. He couldn't keep this up. Like, yeah, but uh, I don't. The voice modulator too. Part of me wonders, like, maybe that also was just to add to the alert. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, I've seen yeah, this yeah. so many times online, and I kind of think of it myself. Now that I know who Dumois is, it's the wind's kind of out of the sails a little bit. The sparkle has lost a little bit of its shine, and. I think when I listen to the podcast, um, keep me honest if this is if this happens at the beginning, but I'm pretty sure the beginning intro is something like, you know, the opening of Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour where it's like, who yeah. is Dumois? Like, who could she yes. be? Where is she? Serena? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> and then it like Literally. enters. So like having the voice changer did make you think, holy shit, like I'm about to get some 
in the know Hollywood gossip scoops. And then I stopped listening after a couple episodes because I'm like, nothing new is being revealed. It's just, it's another PR plug, you know? It's just another way to like spread out the channel and monetize it without, I don't know. I, I never really walked away from the episode being like, oh my God, I learned something crazy new. Totally. And the voice modulator also was just insufferable. Like it was... Yeah. Like, I understand why she got rid of it because it, it actually was difficult to, like, listen to. Yeah. But for some reason, like, and maybe I just really read into this wrong, like, and I don't, this is also definitely bias of why I thought it was a gay man. Like, I just had this idea, but I remember listening to old podcasts and they talked about, like, dating men. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you're and like, like I, they really I, talked about an enema for like 30 minutes yeah, so like yeah. i had this <laughs> i had this idea in my head i swear to god they and i just assumed it was like <laughs> someone who dated men and it just didn't come up like that it was like melissa at all but i guess interesting well you um i listened to the soundcloud interview and that was i think it was a gay man who was interviewing her and they were friends and i have to admit with the voice modulator on it was kind of hard to tell tone and things like that when you when you have a voice modulator on so i listened to a couple episodes and i'm like "Mm, i want to want to unblock me because like i feel like i could funk with her like we could be friends like blind items in the city like imagine what we could uncover right then when the voice modulator came off and I listened to those other episodes without it on, you could hear the tone. And I was like, I think this girl would bully the shit out of me. Like, I just feel yes. like she is like not nice. And she's even said it in old interviews too, where she's like, people think I'm bitchy because like I'm bitchy, but like I'm not nice all the time. What do you want? And I was like, ooh, like I think those thoughts in my head, but I wouldn't say them out loud, totally, you know? Totally, totally. Yeah. Like she reminds me kind of, well, she just seems waspy, like, like a rich white woman that is yeah. annoying like for sure also and like, like who works in fashion and like I don't know like it's just I don't know yeah it's like very like Olivia Palermo I don't know or like not I was gonna say uh, Blair Waldorf like mm-hmm. kind of like those vibes but I will say um you're right about like her being rude <laughs> yeah she also doesn't she's notorious for blocking people and i listened to one episode she had people on and she had previously blocked them and things like that which here's the thing like i i will hit the block on somebody you know if you send me a death threat or something really nasty um of course you're gonna get blocked but she blocked people who like hadn't even tagged her and stuff or just like reference things or she always blocks people who she thinks are copying her which is hilarious mm. because it's like bro you've literally said yeah. in interviews that you're copying nt like nt is like the blueprint for all of this and then you're gonna get mad at someone for like also doing celebrity god like they're not copying you like it's it's been yeah. around for since the 1800s yeah that was that's like really hard like yes i will give you credit for bringing it to instagram but it's like you cannot think that you like created well even just the idea of a celebrity sighting who coined that term it was around before you so obviously you didn't do it a blind item who coined that term it was around before you so like celebrity sightings and blind items if these things existed before you how can you say that other people are copying you for doing it 100 percent. i think that someone had messaged her saying like one of the blind items was like hard to figure out or something like that and she replied like she told her followers she said also idk like use your brains a little and try to figure it out like that's so fucking rude like 
like saying that your fan base is dumb like I don't know I just well I don't like our vibe they are hard to figure out also sometimes people write into me and they're like oh hey like could you do this or what do you think about that if I don't have the answer I just don't reply there's there's a very easy way to just not reply and then just you know what I mean I don't know it's I don't just be like haha that's the fun of it yeah (laughs) like like I don't know. It's just so rude. Well, that's why I think, too, you know, maybe there is a chance because you can tell when people are chronically online and I've definitely Mm -hmm. fallen into this space myself. It's when Mm -hmm. you read everything with a negative intention and you take things Mm -hmm. very personally because once you're online more than like five hours a day, it's just like very natural to do that. And I'm not saying I never have. God knows I've had months where I like PMS all over TikTok and respond to every hate comment and get my panties in a wad about it. But that is a sign of someone being online way too much. And I do have to think, if you're online and you're responding to DMs and everything you do is online and you work kind of by yourself for Dumois and you're anonymous, that must be very lonely. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, Sad. Like, it is, yeah. Like, I do, you're right. You're totally right that I was thinking that too of just like, she must literally be on her phone for like 15 hours a day and how distorted your perception of like reality gets and Mm -hmm. how you're right like isolated like it really is like all those studies that just say like being on your phone leads to like depression and anxiety like I just couldn't imagine doing that because I again do that to like the nth degree or like to a small percentage and like I noticed the impacts on me. Dude, totally. And I will say too, another way that I, I do feel for, why do we keep saying do? Honestly, it's more fun to yeah. say do more than Melissa. So like, I'm just going to keep know. saying do, you know? I know. Yes, yes, yes. But yes. I remember the first time I went on the Dumois subreddit and everybody there hated Dumois. They also hate me. They also mm-hmm. hate everyone. I think they hate themselves. They hate Jesus Christ and the Messiah, whatever. <laughs> um, but I remember being like, oh my God, like imagine having an entire subreddit full of people who hate you. And then I would get mad on behalf of Dumois on that Reddit because people would be like, she said this. And then people would be like, well, she's stupid and she doesn't know anything. And it's really about this. And the people on that subreddit are literally the weirdest because they are on a gossip subreddit. But if you talk about gossip in a way that they don't like or they think it's offensive, they're like, come on, you need to have some class here. And it's like, you're literally a moderator for the Dumois subreddit. Like you are not (laughs) the beacon of morality that you think you are. So like tone it down a notch. And also like, like you can't have an entire subreddit to shit on Dumois. She's like giving you blind items that you're discussing. Like you can't really bite the hand that feeds you. Do you know what I mean? That's how I feel about stuff. That's why like I'll criticize Taylor Swift, but I also love her at the end of the day. And people just take from Dumois and then shit on her and then like come up with gossip themselves. And it's like, well, why don't you do it then? Yeah, that's so true. And maybe again, that's part of her anonymous identity that you feel like you can shit on her because mm, yeah. you don't have this personal, like she has said this, like um, she said that her anonymous identity yeah, has protected her from like, I guess, lawsuits or like losing her old job. But she also said it's tough because she said that companies who want to work with like personalities, like she doesn't ha- have that because she's anonymous. Like, Dude, you had Dumas skincare routine. It's like, you can't see yeah, it, but there's like, zero pores. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. But like, seriously, like she can't talk about anything like personal that way. So you, you don't have this connection or this like parasocial relationship necessarily. So I feel like people do 
openly shit on her because they feel like they don't feel bad that it's like because it is just I don't know oh maybe yeah like a persona or whatever they totally. don't connect with that person I remember somebody asked me once they were like so you hate Dumois and I was like I what do you mean hate Dumois? I don't know Dumois Dumois is like a little bit of text <laughs> on a screen that I see every once in a while so like do I hate Dumois I don't know who it is I just have seen a few you know black letters on a white screen and sometimes I like mm. them and sometimes I don't like there isn't anyone to hate or love yeah 100 percent Back to the subreddit that you mentioned, they have totally flipped on her. Like, they started as a subreddit, like, in support of Dumois, and then... Dude, the life cycle of every subreddit, it goes from love to hate within, like, 30 days. I am, like, so scared to, like... Because we were talking about this before I started, but I was like, I want to create more of, like, a community and stuff. Like, maybe a subreddit, maybe a Discord channel, maybe a Facebook group, and then I'm like it all turns like super conservative and then like super against the person that starts and like even I listened to this ringer podcast called bachelor party and like there has been like a little bit of like problematic behavior but like like to such a small degree and even that one flipped on them (laughs) I was like I cannot believe this and they completely removed themselves like the ringer company like said we're not running this anymore it's so wild not that I feel like people would like flip on mine or be conservative or whatever but like I don't know it's just I know opening up a can of worms anonymous groups of online people it's like why did we ever think good would come out of this and sometimes it does but sometimes it doesn't most of the time it definitely doesn't (laughs) Dumois posted on Twitter that she is not affiliated with the group and they've gone private. They changed their name to Faumois or like r slash not Dumois because they, again, she was saying that she's not affiliated. People were saying online that Dumois is annoyed that the reveal wasn't like more splashy. Huh. Oh, where have you heard that? I kind of like it. That's a fun thing. Yeah, like I just... I think actually probably on her Reddit, like just people were like, oh, the the reveal happened and she's blocking a bunch of people who mention it. And then people were like, maybe she's just upset that like, yeah, it wasn't covered on like just Jared or whatever. It or, like picked up by Gawker. Like it was just literally some, again, Brian Feldman, I'm so sorry if you're like a prestigious <laughs> like journalist or something like that. But like it was kind of picked up by like some random yeah you know what if i would say too also there's only like three known photos of her circulating in existence which by the way i'll say just because you don't like dumas doesn't mean that you can say shitty things about someone i think dumas is pretty attractive and i've only seen like two Mm -hmm. photos of her also people are like she's pushing 70. i'm like i think she's like in her 30s so like calm the fuck down people are so ridiculous people are insane but if i was her what i would do is drop like the five hottest photos of myself just because i would be like if you you write about this make sure this is the photo you include (laughs) you're right because everything every article that has picked up this story since then like there's only like these three photos you can work from and like they're like kind of grainy and like she's, from yeah, got 2012. like a sunglasses on in one she's like <laughs> yeah. holding like a wine stem far away in the other yeah I would yeah. put out like the most like just erotic photo of myself and like this, <laughs> this so is funny. what you have to include <laughs> that's so funny she has done some good I think to pop culture news she broke stories like 
the Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost wedding. Mm-hmm. She really was like on the forefront with like all the Hillsong drama. I know she wasn't she big on um army hammer stuff too yes she was like really like again breaking the army hammer cannibalism abuse stuff mm-hmm. um zoe kravitz and her husband splitting so she has had some like really good moments like she has broken news which also like if, if i was Enti or if i was dumois i i sometimes do this myself for Enti because i'm just in love with him <laughs> but <laughs> if i was them i would totally have a separate instagram account just with proof of all the times that i got it right because i feel like that's one of the main things where people like nobody ever what's it what's the phrase uh you never get your flowers or whatever everyone's yes. so quick to say that dumois is wrong on stuff there's been hundreds of things that Dumois has been right about and like come on we know that she's petty enough for it I certainly am I feel the need to like Mm -hmm. defend how she's been right if I was her I'd make a separate account and it would just be like here are all the times that I got it right so you can scroll through and like see the proof yes 100% about her impact on pop culture we have a voicemail that I'm gonna play for you oh my god this is so fun (laughs) hi Cassidy here, big fan of both your podcasts. Um, my Instagram name is IRL Catherine Myrtle, big fan of cruel intentions as well. Used to be Evil Tale Swift because I'm a big Swifty. But um, so this is about Dumois. So like I've, I've followed and unfollowed Dumois on and off for about a year, I'd say. Occasionally, like the celebrity sightings can be a bit of fun, but I always unfollow again because it feels like there's no legitimacy or credibility for the most part. Feels like she's become almost like a digital capitalistic branded beacon to help Hollywood push its fake narratives and, I don't know, stars into a new stratosphere while they can still control the narrative. And because whoever runs it, I don't know, they seem either naive or all about the money. They've chosen to run with that and lose all credibility. On top of that, not much research into tips, who is sending them in, lack of structure as well, combined with more opinion-based takes in the podcast makes it hard to listen. I like the subreddit though. I enjoy it for the most part. I find there's good tips there. But besides the Army Hammer stuff, Dropping like Bill Hader and Anna Kendrick like a week before other places did. I don't know. There's not much credibility. I don't know. Maybe she's do good for me. Lol. Um, I don't know. Do you guys think Dumois has had a positive or negative effect on celebrity gossip and bl- the blind item world? Let me know. Big fans. Love yous. Bye. Happy Pride Month, Gaylers. I love that. I feel like I've seen her name before too. Evil Taylor Swift. I feel like that stays stays with you when you see it. Honestly, honestly. Thanks for the question, Cassidy. So what do you think? Like a lot to unpack there. Basically, Cassidy is saying like, yeah, that it's like driven by money now utilized like by PR companies. And yeah, what do you think like their impact on pop culture is? Dude, Dumont has to, literally has to be impacted, oh my God, by PR companies. I, I have a highlight reel on my Instagram where it's all of her blinds where she says that a couple is spotted looking very much in love. Yes. And that's literally <laughs> from the copywriting room of Us Weekly. Like that is not <laughs> a random person sending it in. That's not her. That's a PR agency. That's a copywriter. That's just like very much in love. If you go to Google and you put quotes around the phrase very much in love, and then you go to the news section, it's just all celebrity couples. That's the only time somebody ever uses the phrase. So to me, you know, there is the chance that maybe a PR person is writing this in and Dumois doesn't know it, but I really doubt that. And also, 
here's just how you can tell if somebody is working with PR agencies. They're a Kardashian dick writer. Anyone with like two working brain cells knows that the Kardashians aren't that great and that they think of themselves as a marketing company and they're just out here for fame. Anyone who's talking about the Kardashians being like talented and how much they love them, it's like you're kind of on the wrong side of pop culture history here like right. it's just a very obvious sign that they're trying to get in with people and mm -hmm. i wouldn't doubt that they're making money off of this like getting doing specific sightings because like if you're a d-list celebrity and you want a little bit of a bump pay dumas 200 to probably more pay dumas a thousand dollars to be in your celebrity sightings so people see a picture of you looking good on the sidewalk that like looks like somebody took it from their iphone that would be great for the celebrity and dumas like awesome i'm already doing 70 stories a day so here we yeah, go yeah could you imagine getting paid like yeah like seventy thousand dollars just for people to be like Haley bieber tipped me well at this restaurant like yeah. But do you think that PR companies are like directly going to do and being like, we'll pay you a thousand dollars if you post this? Or do you think they're just submitting it to her anonymous email and then she's reposting it? I know that's what's hard to tell, but like I would have to think, I don't know. I The ones that say very much in love and like things mm -hmm. like this, it's just some of them just like read as like such obvious fluff pieces. Yeah, 100%. At Dream of Sky as Dumois admitted to she cherry picks info on a recent story. So she does work with PR then. That was another thing. So she got called out. There was like a Harry Styles ticket master, master fiasco. I didn't really look into it, but mm. she was like, he's so nice. I'm, I would never talk shit about him. It's like, but are you like here to talk shit about everybody? Yeah, that's, that's weird. I mean, I think you should definitely, here's the thing, like a person is a person, right? But like, I'd, especially if you're doing blind items, I love Conan O'Brien. If anything mm -hmm. creepy, like let's say he flew on Epstein Island, I wouldn't mm -hmm. be like, I'm just not going to talk about that one, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, like what? Yeah, I don't know. You kind of have to have an open mind about it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, this like weird like way that people see celebrities as like perfect. Like I feel like very much like a lot of Taylor Swift fans and then – We'll just also, like it's, turn a blind eye to like anything negative is totally and it's also that toxic. weird it's like you sound like a fan, but you're trying to sound like you know this person in person, right? So yeah. Dumont being like, No, no, I won't talk bad about Harry. He's like the nicest person in in the business. And it's like <laughs> if you actually knew him and you knew what he was like in the business, then you'd recognize that he's just a human like the rest of us. And I'm sure he has his good days and his bad days. Like you're trying to act like you know him mm -hmm. while still speaking about him from the lens of complete fan behavior, which just like it doesn't line up, you know? Yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird. Do you think at the end of the day Dumois is just a fan I think so that's also one of those things too where like NT says that he there's people that he knows who are celebrities but he won't write blind items about him so it's like if Dumois actually knew let's say Harry Styles and didn't want to say anything about him she just wouldn't post Harry Styles stuff and that would mm -hmm. be the way of not talking about it but being like no 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 he's the nicest and like everything kind of is like trying to lend back to that credibility yes. and that ethos and I think I, I saw somewhere, too, that somebody had said um, they asked Dumois, like, back in the day, like, how she knew all of this stuff. And she said that her sister was, like, a celebrity or her sister, like, worked mm. with celebrities. And then I think it came out that, like, that wasn't true or something. So, yeah, well, I guess we I could look know. that up if Melissa has any sisters. Maybe it'll be in the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like we haven't talked about that too much. Um, she has a fucking deal with HBO for a TV show, and she has a book coming out called Anon, Please, about a girl working in the fashion industry and then becoming Gossip Girl. <laughs> Will you be tuning in and, like, reading that book? Uh, the book? No, probably not. But I'll totally <laughs> tune in for, like, the first episode of uh, the show to see if it's good. Like, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm here for good content. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, oh, dude, I don't know. It's it, it's just going to be very interesting, right? Because Dumois has such thin skin, which, like, I relate to. Come on, I have thin skin, oh, too. Oh, me, too. Me, too. So, like, I cannot handle certain comments on some days. So, like, if you can't handle somebody doing a similar Instagram account to you, imagine when the New York Times critics, like, rips apart your book or, like, a film critic, like, rips apart your TV show. Like, dude, she's going to have to block everyone. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and, like, talking as, like, the person with the thinnest skin. Like, again, my mom talking about me saying F-bombs, like, actually hurts my feelings. <laughs> 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 Like, but mom, say like good things about the pod. So again, you're right. But like, it is like now going from people on Reddit being like, she's not that credible to like actual like critics, like reading the books and like, yeah, like watching the TV show and writing posts about it. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. And I wonder what her involvement will be with that. And if that will force her further out into the public eye and like less from this anonymity yeah for sure um one thing I want to mention and then we should wrap up not to like end on like a bad note but I do want to mention we talked about the Taylor Swift apartment scandal but the other piece is just like she was on Z-Way and she said that she had no black friends and she lives in New York. Apparently, she grew up in Philadelphia. That was another thing I was listening to her podcast. And she was like, with her guests, she was like, oh, we're both Philly girls. So I was like, okay, someone look up like Melissa Lavello's like birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I think she lived in New Jersey for a bit too. Or her parents do. Like that's where the corporation is like headquartered or something. Oh my God. It's like, it's so interesting. Yeah. She's also posted um like Sunday sightings about black or other like celebs that are people of color and she's like tagged the wrong person oh which is although I I will say she she did post a photo of Joe Alwyn recently and it was like someone with who was a brunette and it's like what (laughs) (laughs) she also posted pictures of Bernie Sanders golfing and I guess it was like to be like Bernie's like not working for the people he's like out there golfing and it was just like a random 70 year old dude like like what the fuck interesting but yeah it's like dude like if you're I don't know I just think and and granted I I grew up in like a very white suburb of New Jersey so I'm probably not the best to speak on this topic but I would have to assume that if you're starting like a fashion Instagram with like a white socialite and things like that also like the no black friends on Z-Way we were talking about this earlier I just got the vibe I don't know if Dumois has got any friend friends you know yeah, it just kind of seems yeah. like a lonely yeah job and and things like that um so I don't know. And that's the thing. If we had more photos, we would be able to get more of a vibe. (laughs) There's that one dinner photo and all six of them are white. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But I I also think the point of Z-Way's 
podcast too is that like there's no right there's no way right to answer, answer that question right? sure, if you say one sure. then you've got like the token black friend if you yeah. say five then it's like name all of their names and then it's like well then why did you name their name so I think on a podcast like that the point of it is like you know it's I've only listened to like a few clips of it but the point of it is like satire to like point out totally, things like that totally totally did you listen to the whole interview I I think it's like on Showtime or something right yeah, I don't think yeah. I've watched a it's full like episode it's like a full um tv show because it was based off of the interviews she was doing on Instagram live during quarantine like the first round of quarantine where she talked oh. to like Alexis Nyers and um, <laughs> like some some other celebs and she would ask these questions and then yeah she got like this variety show which it's it's a good and didn't she start in comedy because I think I interned for Mm -hmm. Colbert Report and I think she said that she interned for him too so she must have some sort of comedy background yeah yeah I think she was in like a maybe like Amazon Prime movie with like a bunch of comedians Uh uh-huh yeah so did you watch the Dumont episode like what did they talk about yeah and it used the voice modulator even though it came out like recently yeah but you know what like better content with the voice right like it is this like we do play into that and it does make it interesting even like that Vanity Fair article that I mentioned at the top like it ended with like her because I guess she since she ran in like New York circles the author someone said oh I think it's ran by this person so then after she had interviewed her she like messaged her and was like is this your identity or like and then the Dumois was like that person no longer works at this company like even like stuff like that just like fuels your like intrigue in this like account Dude, totally. I would be like, they can't come to the phone right now because yes. they're dead, yes. you know? Like, like totally. <laughs> like, when, when if they just, like, didn't reply or something, it would be like, okay. But, like, just these ways that they, like, can um, spark uh, controversy or, like, intrigue. But the Z-Way interview was um, very much just, like, her own podcast. Just, I will say, she, Melissa, like very like I think is who she says she is like you can not to like (laughs) did you ask her about and here's the thing like I you know I can't really speak about how Dumois is um speaking about like black celebrities or celebrities of color or anything like that because like that's a dude like I'm fucking blocked I can't see what she's talking about (laughs) at all so I'm like is she talking about only white celebrities like I have no idea but like I do I wouldn't put it past her also also that being said like the majority of Hollywood is so white it's like in doing blind item videos too because I'm like I want to make sure I cover like all types of celebrities and stuff I'm like oh my god there's just so many white celebrities out there it's like astronomical 100 percent. yeah I think again it's just like a very like white perspective and I think that as a white person you should just make sure you're including like different lenses or like I don't know educate yourself so you can have like different conversations instead of just like this one perspective but yeah can I can I ask before we wrap up if you if you were Melissa yeah what Oh my God, I want Girl Boss Town on the case of like what you would do if you were Melissa. What my PR move would be. What would be your PR move from here on out? How do you take advantage of this or would you try to hide it? Yeah, I I feel like maybe her plan was to stay anonymous and then like 
at the premiere of like the TV show or something like that, she like appears or like Ooh, in a cloud of smoke, <laughs> yeah, like, like in the Lady Gaga egg or something like that. Like, like I just like yeah, like carried in with like greased up like she actually crawls out of men. kim kardashian's asshole where <laughs> yeah. she's been for the last two years up straight up her ass and she's like i'm here <laughs> yeah like something like absolutely nuts and like just looking good like she got the works done and she mm-hmm. like everyone's just like we only had those six pictures and now like <laughs> we see you. or you know what would be amazing if, if everybody is like taking pictures like waiting for dumas to show up and then somebody puts the camera down and she goes I'm Dumois. Yeah. And then she goes back to taking photos. You'd be like, oh shit, she's in disgust. She's among us. Yeah. Like something, like it's literally like performance art that I'm looking for. But I think that maybe this put a little like twist in her plan. So I don't know. Maybe that's why she's trying to tamp down on all of these rumors, quote unquote, so she can do something like really dramatic. But. I, don't I know. agree with you. I, I feel like it was probably supposed to be a reveal at the premiere. But now that this is out here and I'd be dying to know about her analytics because I, I do feel like the, you know, the flames are kind of petering out a little bit on Dumois. Um, mm-hmm. If I was her, I would just have my Instagram set to one day at midnight. Boom. <laughs> the avatar is a picture of my face. There's a reel up with a day in my life as Dumois just going about her day, skincare, reading DMs, recording the podcast, things like that. And just overnight, like, boom, here's my face. Here's a vlog. We're doing the transition to influencer. Because I bet people really do want to know what is a day in the life of Dumois? Like, who do you talk to? Who do you know? And then just like smoothly transition into that. And video podcasts, people are all over that. That's what I would do. Yeah, 100%. I feel like Oh, also, I would, I would find me in the West Village and I would shake my hand and I would apologize <laughs> and I would say, I'm sorry, I blocked you. <laughs> let's, let's go talk about it over Carbone. <laughs> yeah, literally obsessed with Carbone. Also, just like the blocking stuff. I just feel like it's way better in this industry. Like I'm talking like I'm in the industry, but like. In you this- are, girl. You're on the charts. <laughs> Barely. But like, <laughs> I feel like in this industry, it's just way better to have friends than like enemies, like the blocking shit. Like, cause you're right. Like doing a collab with you or NT or something like that would be huge. Like, I don't know why she doesn't lean into that more. Yeah. And you know, I think she does collab with NT a bit, but it's, that's the thing. Even with the collabs, like, for example, I think she, she had the celebrity memoir book club girls on yes, yes, and I was yes. asking them about it and stuff. But that's the thing when you're anonymous, I've had the celebrity memoir book clubs girls on and they've been over to my house for parties and like we've you know done stuff like that and it's like when you're anonymous you don't get to build those relationships and like actually have friends in the industry so like i i moved over podcast hosting services i texted you Mm -hmm. i texted them it's like if dumois wants to like move over her podcast hosting service she probably talks to her like her manager yeah although i think she's friends with a girl with no job so Oh, really? That was one of the people that, like, people assumed it would be. I got that. I I was on that conspiracy train for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I was on, like, the Ali Shapiro one because there was, like, two two drunk girls, like, at a bar in a bathroom. And they're like, it's Ali Shapiro. And I was like, yeah, it is. That's the thing, too. I'm like, I'll trust drunk girls in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Like, literally. Anything else you want to say about Dumois before we wrap up? 
No, just that um, to anyone listening, please keep us updated on what Dumois posts because we cannot (laughs) see. (laughs) Yeah, if she does actually address these rumors, we'll never know. So please, please tell us. Yeah, how fun. So, so (laughs) sad. Uh, (laughs) Where can the listeners find your podcast and anything else you want to plug? Uh, One word, fluently forward everywhere. Come... Come on down, check it out, <laughs> stay a while, hang out, don't block me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I really wish we could have a list of people that have blocked. Not that I feel like I'm not that people have blocked me. I feel like sometimes being like, yeah, I'm blocked by like people is annoying, but like I really wish there was a list that Dude, I, I think see. it's hilarious. Dumas probably regrets it because here's the thing I block people and I never think about it. Dumas blocked me once. I went, This is fire content. I've talked about it like 47 times. She's probably like, I wish that I never blocked this bitch. <laughs> Literally, I will talk, I will tell everyone. I was like, Did I make it? Like, <laughs> business cards. Dude, imagine if we started a subreddit and it was just like blocked, blocked by, by Dumas. Dumas. <laughs> or it was like a change.org petition and you sign it once you get blocked. <laughs> someone please start that like i'm not going to but maybe a listener will <laughs> okay this was so much fun i feel like we really like got into it mm, yes, thanks for coming on thanks for having me on i love you and i loved i lives listening to broadcast today because yours is always in the collection and you and emily talking about taylor swift i like agreed with everything and i loved the the episode a couple weeks ago talking joe alwyn slander i'm like i live for that (laughs) you said this too but it's like i love her so much that i feel like i can criticize her like well yeah because i mean you know you criticize yourself and you love yourself so that's that's just very natural for humans to do so totally totally but thank you so much for having me on thanks for coming on And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Shannon for joining me on today's episode. I think that was like one train of thought in the episode that kind of went off the rails, which is totally fine. But I just wanted to readdress is that Haley's Bieber stylist also was shading Dumois at one point when she was having a little bit of beef with her um said that the non-consensual photos in public should stop and like honestly I agree with that too like there's one thing where like celebs are being photographed on like red carpets or at events but like I I do feel bad when they're like going to their like fucking Pilates class and getting like pictures taken and um being asked for interviews I know that that is kind of part of the celebrity economy but like I don't think it's necessarily necessary. I don't know. And Haley reposted her stylist who said that. So now Dumois completely stopped posting about Haley and blurs her name out when there's a blind about Haley and Justin or a spotting with Haley and Justin. And I just wonder, like, do you think Haley Bieber, like, threatened her, like, stop posting about me, etc.? Or do you think, again, since we believe that Melissa slash Do really wants to be a part of celebrity culture that she just you know kowtows to them and stopped posting so I don't know let me know what you think and I want to give credit to at underscore sarah dot s dot j dot um who sent me a bunch of screenshots about Haley Bieber posting about Dumois 
Last thing I want to say, Maureen O'Connor, who was the author of the Vanity Fair article that I mentioned, I will link the article in the episode. She drew comparisons to Nikki Finke, Finky, Fink, unsure. She was a journalist who really didn't want to be in the spotlight and... Yeah, I found that really interesting. Her name didn't ring a bell to me, but maybe that grounds some of this, these musings or reflections for you. Okay, friends, I think that's all. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and review. Also, if you have any spicy comments about Dumois, etc., slide into my DMs, please. I would love to continue this conversation online. Anyways, uh, (laughs) I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.